way or somehow lost our way. And you feel that what you've done, you cannot recover from. But remember the word says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Forgive me, Lord. It's me again. Forgive me, Lord. It's me again. I've disobeyed your word. I've slipped out of your will. Regretful I stand. Me again. Speak to your father. Say it with me. Forgive me, O oh Lord. It's me again. Forgive me, O oh Lord. It's me again. I've disobeyed your word. I've slipped out of your will. Remorseful I stand. Me again. I challenge you today to say it. Come on. Forgive me, your Lord. Five minutes before uh, I 
begin the gathering. Um, just to give it a few minutes for people to join in. I, I gotta go ahead and, and let you know that I'm a little bit uh, off today. <laughs> um, but to God be the glory that I tap into him to get direction because sometimes we can get off track and get distracted by the many things that are going on in the world at the time. Alrighty, so I'm gonna get right into this. Um, thank you so much for uh, joining and listening wherever you are out there in the world. Uh, know that uh, God loves you. Know that you can do nothing without him. Anything that you do, do without him. Uh, it is bound to fail. <laughs> but with God, all things are possible if we keep him first. I'll go ahead and pray us in. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your mercy and your grace. Thank you for your faithfulness. Your love is forevermore, no matter what. You sent your son to die on the cross for all of our sins so that you can hear us and see us. And I thank you for that. Lord, there are people out there who are seeking your face and they can't find you. They're seeking a word from you and they cannot hear you. You know the ones that who are sincere and you will answer their prayer. Father, I am here as a living sacrifice for you to use for your glory only. Not my will, Father God, but your will be done. Those people that are trying to get into this gathering right now live, help them to be able to be here. Those who are uh, choosing to deny, help them to know that at least they heard it so that they can make a choice to deny. Uh, but help them turn it around, Father God. Help them to want to at least taste and see that the Lord is good. Because I know if they get a real taste, they'll want to keep getting this taste. You are a good God, faithful God, loving God, just God. And in the name of Jesus, the power of his blood on the cross, that's who we ride with. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Alrighty, guys. We are all God's babies, and he loves each and every one of us, believers and non-believers. He might not like the sin that we do, but he loves us, okay? Alrighty, so I'm going to go ahead into the word of the day. And you guys who have been, you know, uh, listeners on the regular, <laughs> I want to encourage you to always read the word completely. Don't just go off one scripture, okay? It's very important that you go back and read what the whole conversation was about because it is a conversation, okay? Um, so that is really important. All right, so the word of the day comes from Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18. Come, let us settle this matter, says the Lord. Even though your sins are bright red, they will be as white as snow. Even though they are deep red, they will be white like wool. I encourage you to read the full chapter, okay? Um, that verse alone is amazing. It's basically letting us know that whatever we decide to do, that he knows that it's, it's dirty, it's red, it's, it's foul, but because he knows that our sin is bad, he 
sent Jesus to die on the cross as a sacrifice to save us and turn those sins to dust. Nothing. And it says it's white as snow. He sees us as white as snow. Okay? So you know wool, white wool, you know you can see it through and through. So it can be a drop of red and then it, it you can still see it throughout the whole cotton ball, through, through the wool, all of it, okay? So um, I wanna encourage you one day at a time, one step at a time. My passion is so real about this that you're able to know that you can come as you are right now, all in your mess. <laughs> he knows it already. So if you come as you are right now, and decide to attach to this good, great God in this life of betterment, one day at a time, you will decide to come his way, go his way, the way, the truth, and the life. So um, coming with a sincere heart is very important. Be ready, and he knows when you're ready, okay? So take your time. Yeah. And uh, as you're checking them out, I'm telling you, your life is going to definitely change. It's not going to stay the same, okay? Um, uh, all right, so I am going over here to the next song, and the, the next song is Nevertheless, um, fe featuring uh, Travis Green.
whatever it is that will cause an interruption with the connection with God, it's got to go. So nevertheless, whatever's going on, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I choose you, God. And in the midst of all my decision-making, I choose you nevertheless, okay? All right, guys, it is 7.24 p.m., 24 minutes past the hour, guys. We're moving right along. To all the replay listeners, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay, sharing is caring, all right? Love is activity, and it is free, okay? All righty. So, um, I'm going over into the next share of the good news, and it is coming from Ephesians chapter 1, uh, verses 9 through 10, okay? So I'm sharing it on the screen for those who are watching, and uh, for those who are listening, I will be reading the word. Okay. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. <laughs> he showed us the mystery of his plan. It was in keeping with what he wanted to do. It was what he had planned through Christ. It will all come about when history has been completed. God will then bring together all things in heaven and on earth under Christ. Ah, okay. <laughs> Guys, every day as I'm growing since 1995, guys, you can imagine being a, a new believer into something that you didn't believe. Um, I had the blessing of knowing that there was something bigger than, than us and me, um, but I didn't want to address it uh, because of what I pretty much felt um, was like, oh, well, basically doubt because I was like, I don't know if, if, if you're God, I don't know if you're Jesus, maybe I'm, maybe everybody's calling you the wrong thing, I want to call you the right thing, okay, uh, so, um, just through growth, I've just known that we're wretched, so when we sing Amazing Grace, it is for real, the person who wrote that song is amazing in itself, okay? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get the exact um, info on that while I am uh, sitting here. Who wrote that song? Who wrote Amazing Grace? John Newton, okay? That's who wrote Amazing Grace. That song is a complete song. I encourage you to go and check those lyrics out, okay? Uh, amazing. Um, we're just ratchet. <laughs> so he gave his son as a living sacrifice so that he could hear each and every one of us who choose him, okay? Um, so... It's a process, guys. It's, it's one day at a time uh, of, of learning. It's just like a perfect example in, in worldly thinking. You know, if you want to be with someone, have someone special in your life, there are certain things that we used to do that we don't do anymore because of the fact that we choose to make to please them and, and and love them and sacrifice and lay down our lives for that particular person so it's the same with god um except god 
is unconditional. There are no limits um, to his love. And uh, with us as humans, you know, we are fleshly. You know, we uh, tend to want things our way. Uh, but when we tap into the way, the truth, and the life, our thinking changes. We become new again. We become new thinkers, you know, new decision makers. And again, I say it is a process, okay? You grow into this, all right? Okay, so don't let uh, flesh take you here and take you there about the decision-making that ends up not being so good, okay? Um, <laughs> I, I laugh because we are just a trip when it comes to what we want, you know? Um, but when we allow God to take over and show us that, uh-uh, you, you, don't, you don't want that <laughs> because this could possibly happen, you know? Um, so anyways, uh, I am going over into the next song and when I come back, um, I'm going to be sharing a little small um, uh, clip on uh, decision-making. So uh, I hope this, this song uh, touches you and you enjoy it. It is coming from Mary, Mary, and it's called Survive. And yeah, we survived. It is 11-9-2020, Monday night, guys. 30 minutes past the hour, 7.30 p.m. Thank you for listening. What I kept telling myself on the last mile On the road to somewhere I put it on the way I Found the wind and the rain And to my surprise Oh, 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 so many times I had to hold on to my life,
The fourth piece of advice is to ask God for confirmation. The important thing to understand here is that you may not have a clear, perfect answer from God for every single decision that you need to make in life. And so my advice to you is to simply use the wisdom that you have in front of you, make the best decision that you can, and simply pray and ask God to confirm the decision that you're making to you in a variety of ways. Or if you're going down the wrong path, just simply ask him to stop you in your tracks and redirect you so that you can make the best decision possible. I'm not sure what decisions that you may be facing today, but my encouragement to you and my prayer to you is that you would apply these four steps and God would help you make the right decision for your life. If this video has blessed you in any way, I do want to encourage you to share it with someone. Maybe you know somebody that's going through a difficult time and they need wisdom. They need to figure out what it is that God wants them to do. Please share it with them. Also, if you want to be notified of any future videos whenever they're released, hit that subscribe button above. Finally, if you have any prayer requests or if you have any concerns or if you have a decision that you want prayer on or guidance on, please leave your comments in the section below. Thank you so much for watching and I will see you next time on The Beat. Now, there was something that, you know, um, was, was lingering on my heart, which was, you know, to the non-believers <clears throat> and to the, you know, uh, Christian believers. Um, sometimes we, as just human beings, you know, it's like, how do we, you know, um, make those wise decisions, you know? Um, and, and, and when we pray to God, how long do we wait? Um, this is why it is so important to pray and, and, and learn his voice, reading his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as you practice to talk to him and listen you know get in that quiet place wherever it is you could be at a park you know um and away from others and, and no one's bothering you um you could be in your car you could be in your house in the closet in the bathroom in the tub in the shower you could be wherever you are and at that moment in time and choosing to say father help me you know uh teach me, you know, uh, show me, uh, whatever that is that you're seeking, uh, and, and actually taking the time to go through God about it, whatever that is, he will answer you if you come with a sincere heart, okay, and with that being said, as you practice to listen to his voice, and, and, and knowing that he's not going to steer you wrong, he's going to, he's going to, uh, have you seek what's good for you, okay, um, and sometimes as we, we grow to understand that um, what the devil meant for evil, God meant for good. So we might end up doing something that's not appropriate, but then we, he, God is going to teach us something from it. You know, um, the enemy has to ask God for permission to do whatever it is that he's doing. Okay. And he can only go so far. That's why he says no weapon formed shall be able to prosper. Okay, so it's going to form, but it is not going to work. It's not going to last. Okay, and, and sometimes for us humans, it seems like it's forever. Um, but <laughs> um, as the word says, um, it says, and I am bringing this up, okay, because the, that's, that's how we understand his voice. We, we go to his word and then he, he guides us, okay? Um, and so, uh, a day in the Lord, as they say, is like a thousand years. You know, Second Peter 3, verse 8, one day is like a thousand years, guys, okay? And um, you can also read that in 
uh, Psalms 90 verse four, a thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by or like a watch in the night, okay? And again, I say, read the whole chapter, guys. It's beneficial, okay? And then Second Peter chapter three, verse eight, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. Okay? He, he has it covered. No matter which way you turn, no matter which way you go, honey, it, it's in the Word, and it's going to be, he's going to make sure that his stuff is legit anyway. It's a 360 circle. Okay? So, that's very, very important you know, to, to remember. Okay. Alrighty guys. So, um, I went ahead and, and showed you that those verses and now I'm going to go ahead and show you this, uh, site. I want to go ahead and shout out. It is lifehopeandtruth.com. Shout out. Hello, guys. Um, come say hi to me. <laughs> um, when everybody shares it with you, um, go ahead and, and do this disclaimer before I start to read um, what the site is showing us. Um, the disclaimer says, I do not own any rights to this website that I'm showing you. The songs that I'm letting you hear, the books I will be reading, we will be reading, um, the videos, sermons, and movies we will be watching. I do not own any rights to them. I am simply sharing the good news and sharing different ways that you guys can come to know God, get closer to God, and uh, that's that's all good as long as I don't try to uh, own the rights, okay? <laughs> so, okay, I got hit, got that done. Um, we're going to go over here to lifehopeandtruth.com, sharing Christian decision-making, seven steps for making wise decisions, okay? And as our brother Alan Parr so, so lovely gave it to us and within those four minutes, um, Mike Bennett uh, is the person who wrote uh, this particular um, lesson. Um, he says, we are shaped by our choices and some have life or death consequences. This Christian decision-making process can help us make wise decisions. Okay, and as you can see here, you see um, he has um, two feet and uh, an arrow going left and an arrow going right. Okay, that is a wonderful picture. Okay, and actually, I'm going to go ahead and save that. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and save that while I can. All right. Okay, and so seven steps for Christian decision-making. One, direction from God. Two, define the problem or opportunity. Three, dig out the relevant information. Dig out the relevant information. Four, determine the alternatives. Five, deliberate. Uh, so deliberate, okay? Six, decide. Seven, do. Making wise decisions. Decisions come in all shapes and sizes, okay? And then you can go ahead and you can continue reading forward uh, for yourselves at your own leisure. There's all kinds of different um, uh, teachings in, in here. They're amazing. And I encourage you to take some time and pick one uh, it doesn't matter which one you pick because it is all going to lead you to our Father. Okay, so these are good websites uh, that are that are being led by God. Okay, and then if you ever find anything that isn't, then you know please let us all know. But I like how he directly gets in there and and uh, attacks the situation to 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 teach us something because these seven steps that he suggests you know, are, are pretty direct. And it, it takes me back to a decision that I made just a couple of days ago. Um, if, if I 
I go through these steps and I, I check these steps and I choose to obey them, they will help me. Um, a particular decision that I made, uh, I wanted to, the decision to, to come out right. I really, really did. But I learned that, you know, you know your limits. You know what you are capable of and what you're not. And when you want something, um, you will do it. And um, this is why he sets everything up the way that he sets it up for us to follow him. And by being a living sacrifice and always being transparent, which I'm going to be with you guys, uh, to, to let you know that, hey, I'm, I'm dealing with things too, just like you. And um, the decision was not a wise one. It wasn't. And um, I asked God to forgive me for that decision. And um, I know better. I do. And because I practice hearing from him and, and uh, listening, he knows my heart and knows my, why, why I made the decision that I made. Um, and, and at the same time, you know, being, being transparent, you have to look at it face value. That's why, you know, he said, dig out the relevant information, define the problem and opportunity. You know, you know what you're doing. Okay. Uh, deliberate it, check it out. That gives you time to decide. And then you do, you either going to go do what you want to do, or you're going to do what is wise of you. And I chose to do what I wanted to do. And, uh, I was shown again, the truth and, uh, the truth makes you free. So I encourage you guys all to do the same thing. Oh, it is 7.51 p.m., 51 minutes past the hour. We're moving right on, aren't we? Okay. So we're going to get to my exciting part, um, the fact that we're still in the book of Dallas Willard, hearing God, okay, having, having a, uh, developing a conversational uh, relationship with God. Um, so, guys, the link will be in the post for you to be able to go and enjoy at your leisure. And uh, I hope that you guys enjoy yourselves in uh, some time with God using one of these tools, one of them. It doesn't matter which one uh, will bring you a step closer to God, okay? Alrighty. So, we are going to go over to the next word. Where are we going here? Okay. All right. I'm going to share it on the screen. And here we go. Psalm 59, verses 9 through 10. You gave me strength. I look to you. God, you are like a fort to me. You are my God, and I can depend on you. God will march out in front of me. He will let me look down on those who tell lies about me. Okay? For real, he will. So, if we go to him, he will do what he said he's going to do. Okay? And we have to trust him. That's all we got to do. You just have to trust it. Okay. All right, guys. So I shared it in the chat area and I shared it on screen for those who are live. And next, we're going to go to this next song. Okay, guys. And you know, these tools that, you know, um, are out there for us, um, it's so many. There's no way that we can say that we didn't have a way, okay? So, um, I'm going to go over here. Okay. This is this is one of 
my favorite artist. Okay. And it's called Make It by Music. Okay. different things where a lot of people don't want to put in the work, you know, so um, these songs are, are so amazing if we just listen, listen to them, okay? Um, so that was Molly Music. He has many albums, and I will leave the link in there for you to listen to at your leisure. And uh, we're going to go over into the, uh, the last word, guys. It is 7.59. Oh, my goodness. 7.59. 59 minutes into the hour. Oh, my goodness. 
So we, we did pretty good today. Sometimes we go over, sometimes two hours. Um, but uh, it, it is what it is. Um, it's only supposed to be for an hour. <laughs> uh, but sometimes, you know, it is what it is. We only have, uh, we only have so much time anyway, so we might as well use it for God, right? All right, so we're going to go into this next word. And this next word is coming from Numbers chapter 11, verses 33 and 34. Okay, so it's, it reads, But while the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was aroused against them. The people and the Lord struck the people with a very great plague. So he called the name of that place Kabroth, Hadava, okay? Because there they buried the people who had yielded to craving, okay? Again, I say, read the full chapter so you can gain an understanding. But what this two verse is letting us know is that those people who were chewing and having a good time and you know, uh, <laughs> thinking everything's good, the Lord was like, ah, okay, and checked it, putting it, put it in check. That's, that's the best way I can explain that for you guys. Um, he's not having it, and, and he's going to let us know um, that he's not pleased, okay? And the way to please God is faith, and faith without works is dead. So you've got to believe, and then you've got to not do what is required of you. Okay, and it's work, guys. Every day, it's work. Okay, so um, my favorite part is the book, the book, the book. Okay, <laughs> and the book is called Hearing God. Okay, developing a conversational relationship with God. Okay. And it's amazing, guys, because it is it touches right at the heart of things. It's, it's by Dallas Willard. And um, last Monday, um, last Monday was the third, am I right? Let me look at that. It was the second, okay? And um, yeah, the day before election. Okay, um, I tell you, I, the, the week was like, wow, okay, um, it was an amazing week. So, um, Monday was like, it was so much stuff was going on, uh, I was like, wow, you know, I didn't even get a chance to to write my plan out everything was so just like bam 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 you know um so i have to go back and 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 get with that <laughs> so um where we are right now is let's see i'm gonna go back to page 39 yes so where we are we're always a step ahead of the afternoon class um so page 40 okay god as task maker okay um go ahead and read this okay okay Yes, I did. Okay. If you guys can see it on the, the screen, let me know if you weren't able to see it, but it looks like it's showing. All right, guys. Okay. So, God added this blessing to read in the words. So, God asked Tass and Master. Far too many, 
far too commonly, commonly, thank you, no doubt. We think of God as did the man in the parable of the talents who regarded his Lord as a harsh man. He was accordingly afraid of his master and proudly in his blindness gave him back exactly what belonged to him. Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Such a person called not enter, could not enter into the joy of his master because misconceiving their relationship as he did, he could either neither enter into his Lord's mind and life nor open his own life to his Lord. He actually abused his Lord by taking him to be interested only in getting his own back. While the Lord, for his part, was really interested in sharing his life and goods with the others. The point of the parable is the conversational nature of our relationship with God. The ten talent man took initiative. He did not wait to be told what to do with it. This talent, one talent man, had the wrong view of God. As he turning the page, guys. As he spoke, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours, verses 24 through 25. He seemed to be thinking, I didn't do anything wrong. In doing no wrong, he did the biggest wrong of all. By not taking initiative, not taking part in what the master was doing. The role of taskmaster, whether a pleased one or an angry one, is a role that God accepts only when appointed to it by our own limited understanding. He thus often condescends, condescends to us because our consciousness cannot rise any higher, clouded as it is by our experiences in a fallen world with our superiors, whether they be parents, bosses, kings or those who stand over us in manipulative love. And the rule then, as always, is let it be done for you according to your faith. Matthew 8, verse 13. Well, no doubt is better that we have some relation to God than no relation at all. In the same way, we demean God immeasurably by casting him in the role of a cosmic boss, foreman, or autocrat, which, see, this book is amazing, which, whose, I apologize, chief joy in relation to humans is ordering them around, taking pleasure in seeing them jump at his command and painstaking noting any failures. Instead, we are to be God's friends. Second Chronicles 20, verse 7, John 15, 13 through 15, and fellow workers, 1 Corinthians 3, 9. When we come to learn how we can hear God and what divine guidance really is, we must be sure to do justice to the revelation of God in Christ. Hearing God and seeking guidance as I showed in chapter one, are an almost universal human preoccupation. It is hard, however, to cleanse our minds of the, those motives, images, and concepts that would brutalize the very God whom we hope to approach. In the primitive rituals and the Bible relay, picking verses at random for guidance, God help us all, thank you, Lord, frequently practiced by present-day believers, we see both the desperate urgency and the superstitious character of human efforts to get a word from God, especially a word on what is going to happen and what we should do about it. If necessary, some people are prepared to force such a word from him or someone else. Like King Saul, many of us have our own versions of a witch of Endor, 
1 Samuel 28. Read the full chapters, guys. I encourage you to read the full chapters, okay? And in the uh, italic, it says, only our communion with God provides the appropriate context for communication between us and him. Hearing God cannot be a reliable and intelligible fact of life except when we see his speaking as one aspect of his presence with us, of his life in us. Only our communion with God provides the appropriate context for communications between us and him. Okay? And within those communications, guidance will be given in a manner suitable to our particular lives and circumstances. It will fit into our life together with God and his earthly and heavenly family. Again, this is our first preliminary insight to help us in our learning to discern God's voice. Guideline two, mere humans can talk with God. A second truth that is preliminary to any successful attempt on our part to hear God's voice concerns the relationship of our personal experience to the contents of the Bible and by extension to the lives of the saints and heroes of the faith throughout the ages. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted, the gods have come down to us in human form. And the crowds wanted to offer sacrifice. When the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they rushed out into the crowd shouting, friends, why are you doing this? We are mortals just like you. Acts 14, 11, 13 through 15. The above scene from the book of Acts portrays the common human response to people who are living in such a close relationship with God that special manifestations of his presence stand out in their lives. We immediately think they just aren't human. By this, we mean that their experience, including their experience of God, is not like ours and perhaps that they are even some special kind of people. So our experience of God could never be like theirs. No doubt, it is hard to believe that someone clearly manifesting a transcendent life could still be human. One of the most serious and severe doctoral struggles in the early church was over the question of whether Jesus was authentically human. A primary function of the doctrine of the virgin birth when first introduced was to fix firmly in people's minds the fact that Jesus really did have a human body since he was literally born of a woman. His body came forth from a womb. Still earlier in the days of his flesh, when his humanity was quite visible through his liberal, literal bodily presence and processes, his closest friends and associates apparently could not see his divinity. Philip, as the inn drew near, said, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus could only reply, have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. John 14, verses 8 through 9. Jesus was human, yet divine, divine, yet human. We must understand this precarious balance if we are to do justice to the realities of Jesus, redemptive presence in history. It is fairly easy to state, but only the gracious inward assistance of God will enable us to base our lives on it. This problem of uniting the life of God with the life of humanity continued to bother the early believers. Elijah was cited by James, the Lord's brother, as a case well known in this respect, which could help the believers understand their own experience and its possibilities. The story of Elijah's terror before Jezebel, his running for his life and his dissolving into a mass of righteous self-pity, 1 Kings 19, shows clearly that he really was human. He was after all a human being like us, J-A-S-517. I don't know what that, those initials are, but I'll find it. 
Let me let me click on that. Okay. Regardless of his occasional fantastic feats in the power of God, the humanity of Moses, David, and Elijah, of Paul, Peter, and Jesus Christ himself, of all that wonderful company of rich, right, right, riotously. Okay, see, that's, you know how I feel about those words, guys. Riddus, riotous. It's an adjective marked by or involving public disorder, a riotous crowd, okay? Characterized by wild and uncontrolled. Okay, guys. Um, let's see here. So that is a, yeah, so riotous, okay? Um, human women and men whose experience is recorded in the Bible and in the history of the church, teaches us a vital lesson. Our humanity will not by itself prevent us from knowing and interacting with God just as they did. Ooh, I'm telling you, like, I can read that over and over again, like, because it's what we experience on a daily, okay? So I encourage you to get the book, Hearing God, Developing a Conversational Relationship with God by Dallas Willard and read it for yourselves. Um, oh my goodness. So we will pick up next week, guys, um, on the next um, read. Thank you so much, Dallas Willard, for being a living sacrifice and writing this word from God through you to help us to listen and to, and to speak. I love it so much. Oh, glory to God. All right, guys, it's 8.17, 17 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. We are all God's babies. I love you so much, but God loves you most. Read the full chapters. All the links will be um, in the podcast post. Thank you for your downloading. Thank you for your sharing, and I appreciate you so much. I will talk to you soon.